Good morning, everybody. Um, I hope you're well. Um, it's 21st of February. Um, as you can see, we're in my um, little den and um, it's raining outside. We have been out. We have done our little walk um, this morning. Um, but I'm joined today with um, not only the doggy, but um, we've also got uh, this little fella in with us as well. Um, he's very nosy. He does actually come on the walks as well with us. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm going to finish off um, from yesterday's um, sort of letter that I found in the loft. It's not a letter, it's, it's, her, um, it's her book, um, which is named um, The Girl With Ants In Her Pants. Um, so um, do forgive me because her, her writing and her spelling and her words um, are a little bit jumbled and she has her own um, own language um, <laughs> as I do actually um, as uh, anybody listening for um, for a while will, will know um, so um, yeah it'd be a bit pigeon like um, but I left you yesterday with um, revelation that um, she mentions my father on the front front page um, and for you just joining in um, today, um, do go back to the other episodes, obviously these won't make sense, but just a quick synopsis. I didn't know my dad. Um, I didn't know I had a different dad to the dad on paper um, up until about two years ago um, where I found him via a DNA um, match. Um, but, um, but again, go back to the, to the previous ones, um, and, and then you'll know what, what I'm talking about. Um, so I'm going to follow on. So at this point, um, basically, um, she wasn't surprised that she never saw my dad, uh, real dad again. Um, they'd obviously talked about him leaving and not him not staying, um, in the village. He lived hundreds and hundreds of miles away and this was just a summer job, um, with his friend Johnny so um but yes so um I was not shocked um but I missed him like mad by this time I had already met my dad on paper um as I used his ferry to go across the river a lot um done in 12 months so I think what she's saying is that she um <clears throat> had known about him and had been using his his ferry um to go back and forth and obviously um then obviously with my dad on paper not being around and, and disappearing, you know, like, you know, she's starting a new life. Um, but she's saying 12 months. So already she's 17 and a half years old at this point um, in her memory. Um, so I'm guessing that she um, has been here about a year, um, which does make sense. I thought that she was 17, um, but she was in an orphanage from the age of 14 um and then it's and she said at, at 16 um then they were chucked out so um i think they have foster parents in between all this as well so um that does make sense um she literally just jumped on a on a bus on a on a trip um away for the weekend and, and never went back um so i've got a cup of tea hope you've got a cup of tea as well um but yeah so she so, so yeah she's known this this person for about a year and um and obviously then I think then she takes up with him um by the look of it now obviously this person is not my my real dad so she is pregnant with me um at this point and and for the benefit of the doubt she doesn't know it um I've not read this letter um this book all the way through I've only read the front page so um again forgive me because I'm reading this with you 
Um, so she's going across the river and has done for 12 months. Then she took a nanny job um, in the next village. Um, so she's left her waitressing and, and, and stuff. Um, it was a farm. Um, the children were five and four and very mischievous. So she's actually being a nanny um, with no experience. So, um, and, and, and really a child herself, you know. So, um, yeah, the, the, um, the boy was very mischievous um, and, and shy, quite shy, um, little girl. Um, so I think she's saying that the boy was mischievous and the, the little girl was um, was shy. So I'm being distracted by this one. Look, he's so naughty. <laughs> he likes getting in boxes. Leave that there. Behave. I'm trying to do a podcast. Um, I'm not my tea over in a minute. Anyway, <laughs> um, so um, on my days off, I would go and stay um, with um, my dad at on paper and his parents' um, council house. My dad's on... I'm so sorry. Look, this is what I'm having to deal with. What are you doing? We're trying to do things here. He's trying to get in the bin. Um, <laughs> such a disruptive little podcast, sorry. Um, so his mum was fun, but his dad was grumpy. I was already going through stuff in um, my job, um parents dad was very nasty and his wife was a nervous wreck he had to have his breakfast on the table at 7 a.m he's actually in the bin silly thing um so back to, <laughs> back to the letters i should have done this without them um he had to have his breakfast on the table at 7 a.m it was always kidneys and a fry up we made sure the kitchen windows were wide open because he would very often pick up the plate and throw it across, hoping it would hit his wife. Oh, my God. Goodness. Right. So this is, yeah, this is what her work. Um, I, in the meantime, would get the kids out of the room and wash and dress them. Oh, bless her heart. Um, I have to say, she was never used to... Um, this kind of stuff because her parents were quite well-to-do people and um again you'll have to really go back through the other episodes to know that um she was brought up by um i wouldn't say servants but there were people in the house that just looked after them like a bit like nannies i would think um because both of them worked um uh one day on my day off the husband played with matches oh no the boy the boy played with matches and caught my room on fire I got the blame for leaving matches around but there was always matches near the fireplace so when I arrived home all my things were thrown outside the kids and the mum were very upset to see me go oh she's lost her job Oh, gosh, she's lost her job. Now, I know my mum would have been really upset to have left those children. Um, she loved kids. 
um, I think, you know, this is going to sound a really awful thing to say, but I think with children, because they were innocent um, and didn't really have opinions as such, voice their opinions, I think she felt on a level. I think she felt safe. And she would always get on the floor and, and talk to kids and play with kids in the street and stuff like that. She loved little ones. So she would have been heartbroken. Um, I felt more upset for them than myself. Oh, there you go. Um, and then I went to live with my dad on paper and his parents and oh, his brother. Um, that's when I realised I was pregnant. Oh, so I wonder how long she was in this job. So it couldn't have been more. So I I found out through records that she actually married my dad when she was six months pregnant. So I wonder, I wonder, literally she was in the early stages. I wonder if if maybe there was a question mark over whether she thought um, this man was um, was my father, um, if it happened in very quick succession. Um, you have to remember that she's quite a naive, naive girl. She wouldn't have been told the facts of life from her parents, for sure. And then she left them at 14. Uh, they left at 14 when they passed away. Um, and I doubt very much if she if she would have been told from um, school. There was no school. Um, it was an orphanage and then foster people. Um, Mum's never mentioned about going to school, apart from when she was in India. Um, so bear in mind they left when they were about 13. Um, yeah, so... Um, yeah, so bless her. So I wonder if there was a grey area where she didn't know. Um, that's when I realised I was pregnant and falling into the family trap. When I say family trap, she's named the family. And just because I haven't asked their permission or anything like that, then it's, I'm not mentioning names. Um, not to protect them or anything, but it's just, just out of courtesy. Um, so she's falling into that family's trap. Um, I was unemployed and my savings was going down. I needed, I needed a break. So I went to the city to stay with her sister for a few days. Um, and also I was coming home on leave. Oh, sorry. Look at this. <laughs> Get off the paper. <laughs> um, her, my auntie's husband was coming off on leave. <laughs> you just want cuddles, seeing so mummy's that. Um, yeah. So her, my auntie's husband was a military man. Um, so he was coming home on leave. Um, I had already met him when my nephew was born. It was also my nephew's um, christening. Oh, my father, yeah. So basically she's saying that she's gone for a trip. And um, sorry, I'm just... This cat is a menace. It's easy with the dog. Um, my father on paper um, did not like the fact that she'd gone away. He did not like it. 
he was now starting to show signs of jealousy and control. Um, he was supposed to be at work with a building firm, but we caught him hiding in the bushes, watching my sister's place. Oh, gosh. So basically, he was spying on her. That could not have been nice. <laughs> I'm cuddling this cat. We all need a bit of love, don't we? Um, yeah, so they caught him. I wonder what happened. I wonder what was said. Um, yeah, so his parents wanted us to get married and off the paperwork. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so sorry about this today. Right, so basically um, his parents looks like they forced them to get married um, and to get their own place. Um, I found us a flat on the main road um, above um, the, the town. But before moving in, we got married. It was the worst day of my life. I tried to make it nice, but his brother put the telly on when I wanted music. And I found my dad on paper, his name, um, going through all my things, wanting to burn my clothes and photos. He didn't care if it was my family, um, if it was a man, it had to be burnt. Oh, God. So basically, on the day of her wedding, um, they just got married. She wanted to make it a nice day. But all they did was put the TV on. And that same day, he burnt all her clothes and all her photos. That's awful, isn't it? I, I had heard that um, she said he was controlling and stuff. I didn't really know him. As I said, he left when I was about five, six, um, when mum found out that he got an underage girl pregnant, um, which actually, um, I actually have um checked and um that is actually true mum on paper i've got divorce papers which i'll read at another time um basically said that um she was 12 when they started seeing each other again um that's her words but um you can't hide from birth certificates and and um and stuff like that so um she did give birth underaged um so they must have been having sex um, definitely um, in her, uh, her teens, if not late teens. Um, but yeah, poor girl, you know, so unravelling this sort of stuff um, makes me understand her more, um, understands her decline, it does make me wonder if we could have got to her sooner that had her mental state, state been saved um or managed in a in a better way and and you know this sort of stuff could not have helped um and only decline her health her mental health even worse um so there she is 17 and a half 18 pregnant um with possibly the the love of her life um disappearing um, without trace, without contact, 
um, and losing her job, losing her money, losing losing her independency, which she fought so hard to have, um, and, and, and pregnant and in a family that was not supportive whatsoever. Um, and now with a husband um, who firmly is keeping her trapped um, for sure. So now I do understand more and more now um, of her um, conversations with me that she always felt that she was trapped. She was a prisoner in her own home and that she felt like an animal. And that makes me incredibly sad. I wish we had these conversations. I wish she had told me more about stuff like this in not a sane manner, but in a in a manner that I never believed the bits and pieces because she didn't tell me in full. She would just give me snippets and go off on a rant and a rage and and uh, and stuff like that. So her delivery was 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 appalling. Um, and it just made her sound like complete mad, um, like a complete mad woman. And um, because she would scream and shouts and fits of anger. Um, so her delivery of her awful start in in in, in adulthood um, was brushed over by just the craziness, you know. So. Um, you can't turn back time, but I hope by talking about this, maybe get this written up, maybe write her book for her. Maybe that's what I am doing. Maybe I'm writing her book as well as my book of life and give her justice, I think, that she she wanted, you know. She wanted to be heard. And I think that, is the same with all of us. We all just want to be heard, don't we? You know, and just writing it down has made her be heard. And I just wish she'd done this a long time ago. I wish she dated this. I wish I knew what date this was um, that she started writing it. Because it, though there's a lot of broken English, a lot of made up words and a, a lot of misspellings. Um, she has, look, she does look like she's written it in one go, whereas some of the letters that I've got here, some of the notes are just random rants. And um, yeah, it would have been interesting to know. Um, so I'm going to leave that there um, today with um, the misbehaving um, pussycat. Hello. No, he's sulking now. Um, I've gone on for 18 minutes. So um, I do apologise um, for um, the bad behaviour of the, of the kitten. Um, but yeah, I hope um, you guys are okay. And thank you for listening. Um, thank you for subscribing. Subscribing helps me realise that you are a real person out there, not just a robot. Um, so please do hit that subscribe button. It really does help me. And also it pushes this up um, for other people to listen to it as well. Um, and as I said at the beginning, if I'm helping somebody, then um, that is fantastic. Let's do it together. Um, and if you any of you are in trouble, if you need to be heard, you need to be heard um, and everybody deserves to be heard. Then there is a number um, in my blog below and um, I'll speak to you tomorrow and um, keep dry, guys. See you soon. Bye.